millions of dollars are given on that day. And really, there's it's a wonderful example of how collective impact can really make a difference. Just meaning your $100, my $100, you know, this person's $100, it all comes together. And and Giving Tuesday is, oh, my favorite. Just to see people get excited about oh, it is being wonderful. charitable. We're celebrating National Community Foundation Week with Sarah Meitner, Executive Director of the Heartland Community Foundation. I'm Becky Kaiser with Hayes Post and Eagle Radio News. It's all coming up on this episode of the Post Podcast. In my little corner of the community, we're celebrating because, yes, National Community Foundation Week, you know, I guess pop the champagne and get out the, <laughs> you know, celebrate. But really, I think it's just to take a moment to recognize all of the good work that community foundations do in the world, but but certainly um, in Kansas as well. And, um, you know, just spread awareness. And, and also it kind of lines perfectly. Tomorrow is National Philanthropy Day. So when we recognize our nonprofit organizations and all that they do to to serve others. And so we fall right in line with that. You know, we ought to, you, you talked about this, the foundations are worldwide and you were talking about Kansas as a reminder, the uh, foundation Heartland community foundation is actually part of a bigger foundation in a little bit larger area of it Kansas. Is. You know, it's called the affiliate model and it really is, is very common in community foundation world because we can um, increase our investment power by, um, in, by investing together. So our funds, while kept separate on the books, are, are funded together along with the Greater Salina Community Foundation. So we have, Heartland Community Foundation has about 6.2 million in assets. Um, but combined with our other sister affiliates and the Greater Salina Community Foundation portfolio, we are in a 200 and well, let's see what it is, about $280 million wow. um, investment, you know, group. And so that kind of opens some doors as far as with Vanguard and things for um, better returns and better opportunity and things like that. We want to be part of that. So we are. We've been very fortunate to be a, um, an affiliate of them since since we started, since 2007. Uh, that's just exactly what mm-hmm. I was going to ask you. I was thinking it was from the beginning. So been around a while, all kinds of accomplishments. And I wanted to talk about a couple of them. You, in your latest newsletter, you highlight some that have happened recently. But first of all, because the week we don't want to let that get away from us tomorrow, you have, we have a couple big deadlines. A couple of things, yeah. But about. we have our fall grant deadline. It's tomorrow, eleven fifty nine p.m. So you can work right up to the wire and submit it electronically. It's a very easy application. If anybody is sitting out there going, "Gosh, I just forgot to get it in." Now there's not time. Um, you there probably is time because it's not too overly complicated. You don't have to overthink it. It's a question and answer kind of format. Um, We just need to know that you have a good idea of what the project is, um, a good scope of what the impact will be, how you're going to sustain it, what are, who are your partners, your collaborators, um, and a good idea of the budget. And we'll take a look at it. So get it in. If you are somebody who maybe just is like, oh, I have this great idea, um, but I'm just an individual, we're going to need to work on finding a, a, a nonprofit partner for you, but, but we can maybe still get that by tomorrow. But you know, if you can't quite get it in by tomorrow, we have a deadline in May as well. So we do it twice a year to try to help get, get these projects going. Can you do that? If somebody as an individual has a great idea, but, but is kind of alone out there, can you help with a nonprofit well, partner? I mean, that's, you know, a lot of people know me in the community for my work with the ARC Park. 
And that's how it started. I mean, I was just an individual, a parent, and um, got involved with the Arc of Central Plains as a board member, not really knowing all that they do. And, and it was through conversations with the executive director that it was, oh, you, you're the organization that I can partner with to do this. This is how we can do it perfectly aligned with the mission, with what um, the ARC does. But Absolutely. I was a, just an individual and with a passion and needed a, needed a partner. And so... Yeah, you absolutely can. It can come yep. through. Perfect example. Yep. Absolutely. You also, tomorrow is a day where you have a, another uh, lunch and learn over in Waukini. What we will be your topic? So it's, we, did, we did one earlier in October here in Hayes, and now it's the same topic. So estate planning is not just for boomers. <laughs> um, we'll do it tomorrow in Waukini. So noon to one at the well, the, the new coffee shop just celebrated their one year anniversary over there. It's a nonprofit coffee shop because they do a lot for um, counseling and mental health awareness as well. And um, they're closed at noon. And so we're able to come in and, and Julie Grabby with Grabby Law is going to speak there as well. And I invite, if you missed the one in Hayes and you want to take a quick trip over to, to Waukini, you're more than welcome. Um, You know, it's the Christmas capital of Kansas. So you can get into the holiday mood by checking out Waukini and joining us, (laughs) but anybody and, you know, certainly in the area is welcome. We talked a little bit about that in depth when you were preparing for the uh, seminar in Hayes and, and talking about planning for people who are other than boomers, because boomers, which I am, you know, we're of that age that we're thinking about it, but people younger than that should be thinking about it as well. And it's, it's really not too early, you told us. No, not at all. Not at all. And, and sometimes it gets the conversation going for parents or grandparents who haven't thought about it, and it can be a, a generational um, discussion. But but certainly if you're young parents and you have kids, you know, your discussion about who's going to gar- be their guardians of some, in the event that something happens, that becomes part of the discussion. Um, or, you know, I don't want to start the day off with anything bad, but, you know, um, as accidents happen and your um, health wishes are part of that estate planning as well. And that is part of the discussion that somebody at any age can be having having too, not just the charitable part. Though I do want them to, to think about what their charitable legacy might be. Um, and because it's Community Foundation Week, Becky, I have a question for you. Okay. Okay. So if you had a million dollars to invest in your community and, and establish a legacy, what would you do with it? Oh, I'm my God. you on the spot. Yeah, you are. Well, I've been thinking because, you know, the new year in February is not too far away. And I like the love the twice as nice campaign that the foundation does because my money goes further. It does. And, and it goes to a lot of great places. You don't I, have to answer on my behalf, though. I want to <laughs> no, know what you want. <laughs> um, no, I think seriously I would do something like that where that uh, would benefit the community, you know, down the road. Exactly, down the road. Well, my, my plan generations. was to say, okay, what's. What are you thinking and then how might one of the fund opportunities at Heartland be able to help do that? Whether it is um, a scholarship, you know, oh, that's another thing. We just start our first scholarship just opened this month. Oh, wonderful. Um, November 1, we started taking applications for that. I don't think any have come in yet, but but it's available and it's um, for Rooks County graduating seniors from any of the three Rooks County high schools. Um, and it is a two-year renewable scholarship for Um, $1,000 for five students to go to a two-year program, to go to a two-year technical school or a two-year, two-year, you know, community college or something like that. So 
that deadline is February 15th. So we're adding our first scholarship. That's so, terrific. So, so that kind of took me off track. But but some people say scholarships. Some people say, oh, I want to make a lasting gift to a specific organization or um, for a specific cause. You know, maybe it's um, animals or the environment or something. And we have different fund vehicles to do those things. So you can um, direct the, the monies. Yep. And so really it's having a conversation with the individual, um, the donor, the community member who who is say, looking and thinking, how what might I want my legacy to be in my community and how can I achieve achieve that so that it aligns with my passions and my interest? Um, could be faith, could be alma mater, could be children, a certain school, it, it, it could be anything. And so- yeah, invite people to think of that this time, you know, just as a favor to me in honor of National <laughs> Community Foundation Week. Well, and you know, with Thanksgiving coming up and many people have their family and friends gathering, but that would be a great it's opportunity to sure. talk it's about the, that kind of thing. Well, and Giving Tuesday, Giving Tuesday yes. is the Tuesday after Thanksgiving and um, millions of dollars are given on that day. And really, there's it's a wonderful example of how collective impact can really make a difference, just meaning your hundred dollars, my hundred dollars, you know, this person's hundred dollars, it all comes together and, and giving Tuesday is, oh, my favorite, just to see people get excited about oh, it is being wonderful. charitable. It is wonderful. I, I love think, hearing that, you know, especially when you can double or sometimes triple your dollars. The with impact, dollars. Yeah, with yep. match dollars. I think that is fantastic. That really makes any contribution go so much further. Any contribution is welcome, of course. But when you can get in on something like that, that really does make a lasting impression. Well, we've just recently, through the process of meeting with our board, our advisory board, um, realigned or set apart, set our new sort of strategic vision for the Heartland Community Foundation for the next couple of years. So with what you're saying, gosh, I wish I could tell you more because (laughs) I think 2024, you'll be excited to hear about some of the things that are coming in 2024 to just continue making match money available and growing endowment and supporting our nonprofits, um, granting dollars and all of that. So well, stay tuned. Oh, absolutely. We'll look forward to that. Well, we have just a couple minutes left. I wonder if you could, I know on your newsletter, as I mentioned just a moment ago, that you highlighted a few projects that have occurred throughout our communities. Can you give us an idea of some of those? There, sure. I did one per, I try to do one per county in that newsletter. And also, if anybody wants to receive that newsletter, um, I try to send something out monthly. It's an email newsletter reach out to me. You can sign up for it on our website at heartlandcommunityfoundation.org or give me a call or shoot me a message at heartland at gscf.org to receive it. But the the three that I picked were one just yesterday in Plainville, they celebrated the opening of a new little, it's more of a, it's not a working bridge, but it's a bridge. It's a, a piece of community for community pride. It's in the Veterans Park um, right as you enter Plainville and the footbridge that was there was over 30 years old and falling down. And so mm-hmm. we granted dollars to to fix that and replace it. And yesterday, sort of in in recognition of Veterans Day, because it's red, white and blue, they they had a little a, a celebration. So I was excited to see that. Um, we granted money to the Trigo Recreation Commission for new football helmets um, for their federated league. And those boys, those football helmets are, are pricey. Yeah. Um, but so important for just keep protecting injury. And so shared a, a little a photo of the, of the boys wearing those new football helmets. 
And then in the Ellis County one, the Victoria Recreation over in Victoria has been just hopping. They are um, busy. <laughs> we granted dollars to put toward benches, um, new volleyball court things for a new outdoor volleyball court space, and for pet waste disposal areas along the walking trails. So they've been putting those in and, and sending us photos and they look great. And so really it can be big projects, small projects, you know, things that are, yeah, we're all about accessibility and safety and just the sense of community.